0: Dear Girl Mom, it often seems that life is continuously revealing the need for letting go. From the very first moment we lay eyes on our beautiful, tender, squealing infant daughters, we are spurred to encourage them in their growth and development. With each and every milestone comes a degree of having to let go. From releasing those tender moments of rocking them in our arms, to go to sleep at night, to literally letting go of their hands and allowing them to take their first steps, we are practicing the art of letting go. We hold them as they push the pedals forward to find balance and speed and learn how to ride their bikes. And then we let go with hearts full of joy as they balance and pedal their bikes completely on their own. Before we know it, we're teaching them driving skills and only to have to let them go and allow them to one day drive off all on their own. We blink and we are then releasing them into the great big world. All of it can leave moms filled with an array of vast emotion. So in today's episode, we hope our discussion will bring love, hope, and support in all the necessary places as we strive to let go well through whatever season of motherhood we find ourselves in. May we each find blessing in and through the journey. Love, Stacy and Nicole.
1: Welcome, everybody. We're so glad you're here. So by the time this podcast is published we are going to be knee deep into the month of May, which is crazy. I think maybe we can just all agree as moms of girls at any age that uh, May is just, May just equals frenzy. (laughs) So in our house currently, within three weeks, we have prom, we have finals, we have um, other exams, we have graduation. Um, My youngest gets her license this summer, so not too much further away. So all the things are happening at once in our house.
0: No kidding. We have, we have so many crazy things going on too. Not to mention the fact that um, two of our girls um, have birthdays in the month of May. So it's always been a bit crazy around here. Yes, um, uh, It just seems like ever since they, especially after they hit high uh, preschool, not high school, preschool, definitely high school too, but that the month of May just got crazier and mm-hmm. uh, man, it's just, we have two birthdays. We have it, Well, you know, our youngest will have all of her end of the year exams and we have um, celebrating that my, our middle daughter has uh, finished her first year of college and um, then all the other things that we're involved in in life are coming to a close or for the, for the summer vacation. It's just, yeah, there's just so much frenzy and so many wonderful things to celebrate and so many wonderful things to look forward to, but I can honestly say, I, I and I don't know if you feel this way, Nicole, but have you found that each milestone comes with the realization that we have to let go just a little bit more, maybe? Um,
1: yes, uh, and unfortunately, it's a lesson I've I've had to learn, kicking and screaming. <laughs> this has not been the easiest of um, parenting lessons to learn. There's just um, so many emotions, so many emotions. So you know, that's the whole episode today. Um, we're going to be focusing on just what it looks like to let go and how it looks in all different seasons. Um, Cause it's different at each age and stage. So for me, I'm working on letting go in order to help my oldest get ready for entering college and practicing, making her own life decisions. But, you know, I know for you, you've, you've already, you have one that's done the whole year of college so I was wondering if you could share a little about what that looks like what does it look like to let go literally like (laughs) sending your child out into the world please share please well you said
0: it it's all of the emotions um it's the excitement a lot of times there's a lot of blessings received at graduation and then you get to go and Uh, take those blessings and start thinking about how you're going to set up your dorm room and so she we had so much fun at the the beginning of the the school year going to on a shopping spree to pick out her comforter and her pillows and what color scheme and um, different things that she wanted hanging in her room that was exciting and then you get to the college campus to move her in and with everything that you're putting into place you realize you're getting closer to the inevitable Goodbye, and um, I'm Mm -hmm. (laughs) dropping you off and uh, heading home. Um, Very thankful that she was only three and a half hours away. I don't quite Mm -hmm. know how I would have handled it if uh, she had been across the country. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's all the emotion. It is all the emotion, but it's um, part of her orientation and her moving in process that I was so grateful for. Her president of the university spoke during the, I wanted to say opening ceremony, but
1: it wasn't the Olympics. It
0: was the, or orient-
1: <laughs> maybe <laughs> the parenting Olympics for you. Well,
0: welcoming the parents, welcoming them, the new students, the new um, and everything. They, she, our daughter attended a Christian school, private school, this past year, and the president just gave a phenomenal speech to really speak into the letting go for the parents and to bring recognition to the. To the young adults that were starting off, and um, saying, "Hey, this is really hard for your parents. They've gotten you here, and you um, It probably feels like you may have climbed a mountain, or you know, or whatever journey it's been like to to, to get here. But they've raised you well. You've gotten here. You've succeeded. You're off to doing, going to be doing great things. And we have a phenomenal year that's going to be opening up before you. And your parents are very excited for you. and no doubt you as the new students are very excited for the, the journey and, and we want to remind you that in it all, even when there can be not so glorious moments or that there are these moments that your parents are having to let go and say goodbye and, and go back to their respective homes, we leave you with this rock with a scripture verse on it. and It's First Samuel 5, 17, which speaks to um, thus far God has helped us. Well, wouldn't you know, there is not a verse 17 in chapter 5 of 1 Samuel. What I really meant to say was that this verse is found in 1 Samuel chapter 7, verse 12. Man, it sure is. Crazy May days. What a frenzy. And it's your tangible reminder to put take this river river rock with you with this verse on it, so that you can be reminded that thus far God has helped you because He promises to help you every step of the way, and He promises to to be there and present. Um, reach out to Him, and um, He is there. And that was that was pow- that was a powerful message for me, and it gave me something tangible to hold on to and to take with me. Um, even though I knew that we would would see our daughter on the, you know, when she came home, we would see each, see each other on holidays. and um but it was just nice to have something to hold on to. just a huge helpful reminder in that in that journey. But there's just embrace. have have fun with all the things and enjoy every moment and then allow yourself take a tissue box. <laughs> and allow yourself the time to cry. I was thankful for three and a half hours on the road. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. To just let go and to face the grief and the change and to to I'll just all, crying is a cleansing thing and there's release and
1: yeah. Yeah. And I I like how you balance it with the joy and the excitement of it, because it's not a bad thing. And this is no, this is what we raised them to do. (laughs) This Mm -hmm. was, if our kids are leaving and starting young adult lives, then we've done our job, right? We've, We've, we've finished the race strong and, you know, that's the good part. But that doesn't mean we don't have some big feelings, <laughs> because, yeah, I'm just—I'll be honest. If I make it through this episode without crying, I will just call that a win. Um, this isn't my favorite topic to talk about because I do struggle so much with letting go, and and I'm so ungrateful am grateful for you to pave the way for the rest of us who have kids not quite in college yet. But you—you you just spoke that so beautifully and. And in such an encouraging way that I know for me and anyone listening, who's got a daughter, you know, inching closer and closer to graduation, that was really encouraging, but letting go actually begins before that moment, as I'm learning the hard way, you know, I'm letting go of being the one to make the decisions in her life. And, and I'm, you know, letting go of what things that I expected to happen that didn't go the way I wanted them to. And, um, I've had a lot of sessions, my own counseling sessions where I've had to process through this. Um, I, I don't really yet know how to let go. Well, um, I cling to all of the things, all the last and all of the, Mm -hmm. I'll just be honest, some control. I have some control issues (laughs) just in general. And I just want to, make everything go the way I want it to go. And that is really hard. I'm just trying to process letting go as she's wrapping up her senior year and, and letting go when my youngest starts driving and when they drive away in the car for the first time alone, Mm -hmm. that's, that's a whole other letting go. I mean, we could talk about this for days. Mm -hmm. And so it just makes me miss those days, you know, where I put a big bow in their hair and send them off to kindergarten, you know, because I knew I had control over, most of the things that they did, um, but at the same time, I'm so excited to see what lies ahead for both of them, and that. So it's this weird tension of, I can't quite let you go, but I really can't wait to see what God's going to do in your life. So that's pretty much where I live <laughs> most days right now.
0: I can completely empathize, and I guess even even if both of our girls graduated last year, and there's been a whole year i don't say i don't say this to discourage <laughs> but just know that there's not you're continually letting go throughout you're each and every one of us each of us are um on a journey and i can i think about how none of us have in like in our family none of us have done this before the girls hadn't ever graduated from high school before and they hadn't ever Um, stepped into young adulthood before this was, and I hadn't ever parented a, a a young adult and Mm -hmm. we're all, we're all in this journey together. And I guess I just say, just be okay with the fact that um, letting go is not just one single moment. It's, it's going to continue. It continues even as you step into the role of, of what motherhood looks like of young adult children. And that's it's just a process and a journey. And I think it also, this last year and the, as they have uh, been young adults, it's, I think it's truly a time of being just like bittersweet. Mm -hmm. Um, There's such sweetness stepping out into all that is new for them and their new adventures and what young adulthood will look like. But there is an emptiness with the um, possible empty nest for us moms, it's just very bittersweet. I think that speaks to the emotion you were talking about. And you mentioned some other things that you were personally letting go of. And oh my goodness, speaking on that control issue, that totally <laughs> is convicting to me.
1: Oh, I'm proud of it. We will not
0: well, we'll say We'll save it for another episode to talk about yeah. control issues
1: <laughs> that we need to let go of. I want what I want and I want it when I want it. What's wrong with that? <laughs>
0: Oh, but I know another thing that I've had to let go of is um, a perspective of, as I release two of our three girls out into the world, and I've been a stay-at-home mom for all of their lives, which has been a huge blessing. Mm-hmm. What does that look like for me? It was almost mm-hmm. like my identity was the whole, my whole identity was kind of being shaken. But at the same time, I know my identity is rooted in Jesus Christ. So it was really looking at God and Jesus and asking in faith, okay, this is a season of change and there's a season for everything. So what do you, well, what's next? What, what do you have for me? And um, I had to really prayerfully consider and um, honestly remind myself that while I'll always be a mom and always be needed, praise God, <laughs> yes. that with this new season that we're in, I, they wouldn't need me in quite the same fashion. And there was kind of a, an opportunity maybe, and I don't want to, maybe this is erring on the side of being slightly dramatic. I don't know, but there's a degree of having to reinvent myself. Um, sure. To, to yeah. kind of figure out, okay, well, things are
1: different now what is it going to look like what do you have for me lord right oh i completely understand and you know mine mine are still at home but i see that coming and i you know even w- between my husband and i we talk about what is it going to look like when we're just looking at each other over the dinner table every night you yeah. know <laughs> yes <laughs> the whole dynamic is going to change and that's that part of letting go of what has always been for 18 plus years and how does this look different? And that's um, that's true too for ourselves as individuals and as moms. So I, I have learned that um, my role, even though she's still at home, has shifted from a director, I guess, of all the things. And I'm having to really work hard to change that role and let go of that role, which I really liked, honestly. I really like being the director of all the things. <laughs> but I have to let go and learn to become the advisor now because it's time for her to start making decisions and it's time for her to start thinking things through step-by-step without me telling her what I think is the right thing. So the struggle stems from this whole control thing, my ideal life that I want for both of my girls. When they were young, I had this picture in my mind of how things would turn out and let's just be honest, that doesn't happen. It doesn't always happen. And not, not that it's all bad things that happened. It's just different, you know, than I would have planned. So that feels like a lot of words for just, <laughs> which is again, welcome to my brain, just a glimpse of, of what it feels like to process through these changes.
0: Well, I think it, it speaks such truth to so many of us. Cause I don't think you're the only one that struggles with control. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'll just share with you that, um, yes, the temptation to control is one that
1: runs fierce in me. I think I already mentioned that. (laughs) Yep. I don't know. Maybe that's just part of being mom. Like, you know, we, it starts from when they're little, I just, I knew the schedule and I knew if she didn't do this nap at this time, she was going to be fussy the rest of the day. And it just went from there from every age to every milestone, like, I know best. I know her and I know what's going to work. And if she doesn't have a snack; she's going to be hangry. Exactly. But <laughs> then to one day wake up and say, I'm going to let her decide for herself yeah. what, what the best thing is. Oh my goodness. That has been, it's been a process and a challenge and it's, it's not always easy. So, you know, one example that I keep referring back to is when, you know, when they entered high school, I, Okay, you're going to do this sport, and this one's going to do this club, and this one's going to do this, you know, she's going to be in choir, and then we're going to have all these activities, and in my mind, the four years just laid out perfectly, well, we had COVID, but then we had school at home for 18 months, so, you know, that perfect high school experience, not so much, not so much, in fact, both of my girls are they're just ready to move on. They're both just ready to kind of, you know, it's kind of a bust. Let's just move on. And I'm going, wait, it's <laughs> not how it was supposed to be. And shocking. I couldn't control it to imagine that. So yeah. Yeah. Control. I think that's, I think we have our next episode idea.
0: <laughs> I think we might, We might, I think there's something to that. <laughs> yeah.
1: For sure. I think in
0: all of this, it's just so such a testimony to how We as moms have to let go and surrender and just allow our daughters to write their own story or live and really live their personal gift of life. And I think about how our own parents must have felt and how our own moms in in letting us go and and they're wrestling with control because it's innate, I think, in many of us, especially like you were saying, as moms and goodness I know if I have to be honest I know that throughout the way there's been such tears and hardship and um, there are things that I wish I could do all over again but through it all I come back to God's amazing grace and I give praise and I'm just so thankful to him for providing so many rich blessings in such abundance because I look at it and it's like We were able to give our girls a firm foundation of love, faith, and a wealth of rich experiences, and Jesus was at the heart of it all. And even though I wrestle with control and letting go, and I know that His grace covers it all, and He's walked with me through it all, Mm -hmm. and um, it's just yet another another thing that that I'm thankful for. For and it's probably just a part of the the bittersweet part of it all too is um, how we've grown in our faith journey as we let go and surrender control and allow our daughters to grow.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I think of, I was a completely different mom when they were little than Mm -hmm. I am now. And that's part of that journey and the hardships were necessary in a way because that's how we grow. And that's, we say that to Mm -hmm. our girls all the time. Well, that's true for us moms. You know, I wish when they were little, I knew How important it was to hold loosely the plans I had for them, you know, and maybe be more open handed with allowing God's plans for them to unfold instead of constantly trying to make things work out the way I thought they should. Um, I probably could have saved myself some heartache and internal struggle. But again, that that was a part of the journey that I think was necessary. So um, one thing I just recently heard that I keep thinking about was um don't pull rosebuds apart to make them bloom. <laughs> so I'm really guilty of just tearing off all the rose like just pulling them all off because I want to see the final product. I want to see how things turn out and I want to see it the way I think it should go, but we can't we can't pull the rosebuds apart and to make them bloom. That's that's God's job, right? That's the, as moms, we're tending to the bush. If you want to use that metaphor, we're tending Mm -hmm. to the bush, but it's God who actually helps them bloom to their greatest potential. So, you know, when they're young, we we do, of course, have control over many things. But what, what the hardest part for me has been is when is like, was there a certain day that I was supposed to know about? Like today's the day you need to start letting go. Like I just, that has been the hardest part is like, I should have, should I have started when she was 15 or when they were in middle school, should I have started letting go a little bit more? So this wouldn't be so hard. And, you know, we talk a lot about hindsight and looking back and, you know, do we have regrets and it's good to reflect, but I don't think we should be regretful about anything because it was all part of the learning process, but it is interesting how just, one day now they're they're needing to make their own decisions and now that's not your job anymore it's just yeah finding myself learning how to just keep my mouth shut now is quite a different place than I was in 10 years ago so
0: so it's such good <laughs> stuff oh all of that is just so rich I love thinking about it in gardening terms and just
1: mm-hmm.
0: attending we're tending to to them and advising like you mentioned a minute ago advising is a lot like tending and Just this beautiful Um, because it's so hard. It's so hard when we're left with the reality that we have no control over their free will Um, Mm -hmm. and what (laughs) might come their way as they step out and make their mark and live their lives. All I do know is that all of this leads to the foundational truth of why we need not only God and Jesus, but we need each other because letting go is filled, like we said, Over and over again, it's filled with all the emotions, joy, excitement, disappointment, heartache, and just downright struggling with the inevitable emotion that comes with letting go of our beloved daughters into this
1: world. So I'm thinking about what what do we do about this? How can we prepare our hearts, right, to begin letting go of our girls in such a way that honors the plans that God has for their lives? Mm -hmm. I came up with a Stacey's top five. Love it. (laughs) I love this. These were
0: um, some of the truths I found um, just over the last year and year as we have uh, let our girls out into the world. These are five truths to hold on to while letting go. Um, And there'll be a resounding theme. See if you (laughs) catch it. (laughs) Okay, I'll try hard. (laughs) So number one exercise faith and allow them the grace and freedom to live out or write their own story. And this one makes me think of how it means to allow our daughters to make mistakes. And I think about in childhood, how it was hard to watch our girls fall and skin their knees and, um, or you get running real fast and it may be downhill and you just know they're going to run and fall and skin their Mm. knee. And in young adulthood, I find that the stakes get a little bit higher and mistakes can feel much more grave and larger. And I just have found it helpful to approach it with much of the same ideal or same thought as the skinned knee with hug and holding them through the tears and providing love through it all. And while we may or may not be able to provide the bandages, uh, depending on the circumstances, um, we may not be able to fix all wounds wide away, right away, but what we can do is to encourage and to love. And I think kind of a, of the role of being a good coach is another analogy that, that works well is um, just coaching them through the, whatever the difficulty or the woundedness is, doing
1: so with um, great love and grace or struggle in any way I'm still fighting that battle I don't we don't like to see our girls hurting (laughs) and I but I love how we can I love your how you compare it to skin knees and you know because bruised hearts and minds also require our love and care which is no matter their age where we can step in and so I I appreciate that perspective that's that's it's very wise not easy to do but really important. Well, number 2 in Stacy's top 5.
0: <laughs> exercise faith and become their coach, which is something I just uh, alluded to just a moment ago. Mm-hmm. Um just how important it is to encourage and support and cheer and pray and rely on God every step of the way. Um and in it all to to empathize with our daughters and listen well. And respect them as the young adults that they are becoming.
1: Obviously, exercising faith is is really what it's going to take. Maybe I mean for me personally, <laughs> maybe just to know that the change is coming, know that my roles are shifting, know that there will be mistakes made, but just exercising that faith and cheering them on um, is really the most important part.
0: Thank you. Hit on the. The key theme that is in today's Stacey's top five, because number three starts with (laughs) exercise faith and trust that you as their beloved mom laid a good foundation and loved them well. Don't ever, I just, this has been a temptation along the way to second guess when hardships come, um, come at us. I have second-guessed often. I've allowed the devil to gain a foothold, and in Ephesians 4, 27, it tells us to not allow the devil to, to gain a foothold, but to um, to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. Is That's in Hebrews, but anyway. <laughs> all, <laughs> all good truth. All good truth. truth, and that's what we need to hold on to so that we don't second-guess, and we believe God's truth and not not anything else, because um, we're we're wise to listen to our loving and gracious lord's precious truth and combat any lies satan wants to try to throw our way mm. because we have been good moms. Yes.
1: Say it louder. Say it louder. We have <laughs> we, been
0: good moms.
1: <laughs> you're a good mom because the, because you care, you love yeah. your kids, you do the best you can. I mean that's that's really the the requirements thankfully we don't have to do this perfectly and satan is so crafty gosh and just knows exactly how to hit our most vulnerable places and those lies are so believable in the moment so i hope that's an encouragement to somebody who's who's going through these same feelings like you know did i do enough or didn't do enough or i overparented and now it's too late and they're, you know, they've reached a point of no return. It's this vicious cycle. So just remembering truth, I think is what is going to help us.
0: Number four, exercise faith and allow God to shape mold, reinvent you just as he is busy doing within and for your daughter. I can't help but think of, uh, in this past year where we've had so many transitions and changes and let our girls out, uh, you know, they've, I was gonna say flown the coop. I've got chicken on the brain. Um, <laughs>
1: but they have, they, flew, they flew the coop. That's <laughs> perfect. Um,
0: but that's also part of where I was going with this because projects have been so helpful. They've been, um, we've had some particularly strenuous hardship in this past year and uh, that's affected the whole family. And, um, in it all, it has been helpful for my husband. I hadn't realized it until we got to the end of this project. We've been literally building a chicken coop the past month. He designed it and I followed his lead and I've realized as it's all said and done that, um, we needed that project in order to help us through a very stressful and strenuous grief filled time. And, um, It's not that I have always loved chickens, Um, but it's definitely part of stepping into a person I've always been of loving God's creation and loving being outdoors and loving to garden and make things grow and um, take care of things. And so this is part of a reinvention of me as I step into um, more of who I am as a, as a country girl versus I grew up in the city and never knew I was a country girl until this season of life. And, and then also just realizing what a gift doing projects together with my husband has been for both of us as part of God shaping us and continuing Mm -hmm. to grow us and heal us and mold us.
1: Gosh, what a great example for those of us who are just right behind you, because that is part of that whole holding things loosely and just Mm -hmm. not trying to make it look like one thing or the other, but waiting for God to reveal that um, mm-hmm. in ways that you may have never expected. Who knew you'd be building this chicken <laughs> coop together? I, and that's, that's just one example of just the way that God can surprise us if we let him, you know, and, and that, that goes too for our girls and letting, letting him mold them um, from this point on and, and not being the ones to try. I don't want to be the one to decide their future. I want God to do that. You know, I want God to do that work in them. And if I keep getting in the way, you know, it, it, will only take longer and probably be more painful. So that I love that beautiful example of just waiting and seeing here. What's God have planned for us and, and what exciting things come in these new seasons of, of letting go for, for them, but also for us. So true. Yes, being, spending time listening in prayer and
0: trusting God to show us the next step. But then taking those brave steps forward in faith, there's just nothing like it. It's just, it's mm-hmm. exhilarating. I think it it's probably has something to do with that, that, that abundant life that Jesus says he has for us.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so our final top five things in um, letting go. Number five, exercise faith. And trust God's promise that he is busy completing the good work he started within each of us, which is from Philippians 1 verse 6. And this is just a reminder to trust God for the solutions um, and to invite Jesus into every component, our heart, our day, our life, ground ourselves in scripture and keep Jesus close and trust And have faith that he will deliver from trials, that he has the solutions, that he is sovereign. We may not know the way things will go, but he does. And we can trust him for he is good.
1: Exactly. You know, I I know I can offer opinions. That's part of my new job description. I can offer opinions and observations, but then allowing my girls to use those tools to help them make their own decisions with, and that leaves them room to trust God, uh, you know, and, and turn to God for advice and help and guidance, um, as he works through problems instead of coming to me. So I've realized trying to control what happens with my daughters just isn't bearing good fruit for any of us. It's it. We've had moments where I feel like it's led to some resentment or, um, feelings that they aren't trusted. And I've had to really take a step back and make peace with, with the likelihood that they are going to fail some way and making peace with it. But again, that's exercising faith. You know, like we, we, we have faith that even in those mistakes and stumbling blocks, God will use all of that for his purpose. So maybe just what he
0: does for each and every one of us. Yeah.
1: And it's funny how it's like, Oh, here's the funniest part is seeing my daughter in a whole new way as in like you're an actual fully grown person now that sounds very strange that I've never thought of her that way but what I mean is seeing her as an extension of myself for so long Mm -hmm. if that makes sense and I'm not saying that's right (laughs) that's kind of how I've seen her this is a discovery I have made um to seeing her as a whole, complete, unique life that God is working in and through for an, an amazing purpose. Mm-hmm. So that is a really weird shift, and and really exciting at the It same is time.
0: exciting because you get to—you have no idea mm-hmm. the doors God is going to throw open, and how He's going to use our daughters and the purpose um, we have. We might have a glimpse of what they're you know, and have an idea of what their purpose might be. But God, God has even something bigger and better and more amazing than we can ever even wrap our minds around and comprehend.
1: Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm. I just need to step out of the way.
0: <laughs> Don't we all? Oh my goodness. That's the hardest part. <laughs> step away, let him work. <laughs> uh-huh. And then leaving the decision to them. I loved your words um, of how, you work through these things and you know that they, they might stumble along the way, but you're coming alongside them to advise and to coach and to help them make their decisions, um, Mm -hmm. on their own and to brainstorm together. And, um, goodness, that's exactly what good coaching and advising looks like. And I'm just, I know that that's, I look back and I just, I'm so grateful that, um, We have those opportunities and they do come to us with, with whatever it is. And we can have that opportunity to, uh, to lean into one another and, and grow together. And, but we ultimately as moms have to step out of the way and leave that decision
1: to them. Exactly. I, I found myself constantly saying we, when my daughter would have something that needed to, you know, she needed to decide something or or make a choice about something, and I'd say, well, what, maybe we should do this, you know, and um, I've come to learn that I need to say you now. It's it's time. This is, you know, ours to brainstorm, but it's yours to decide, and that's taken some practice and intentionality, but it has actually made a huge difference in just the way we communicate, so, uh, you know, instead of maybe we need to do this thing, maybe you could try it this way maybe you could try it that way you know and puts the control back in her lap and ultimately um, opens the door for God to to do what he's going to do
0: oh that's so wise that is so good I can honestly say that's some intentionality that's going to be going on into going on in our home <laughs> as we continue to to raise our our next tween into her teens and release her into the world it takes
1: practice but we can do it We can do it. We hope you've enjoyed our discussion on letting go and all the emotions that can come with it. May the journey of letting go be an opportunity to embrace God's promises and live out our faith while in the midst of change. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode. We'd also love for you to follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Dear Girl Mom. Also, if you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcast. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Thanks so much for listening and sticking with us as we learn the ins and outs of technology. We are not podcasting experts and definitely don't want to take ourselves too seriously. So please enjoy this blooper section because imperfection is all part of the fun, right? To begin letting go of our girls in such a way that, honor. what are you doing? <laughs> my nose. <laughs> I was like, what is she doing? <laughs> Super. <laughs> oh my gosh, I just happened What's to glance at you. That made my whole It was day. gonna be a big one too, and I knew I couldn't hold it in. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. Segment <clears throat> like two again. <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh, all good all good computer glitch <laughs> i think my computer's about to die <laughs> should we pause for i need to go get my charger
0: <laughs> i think that's probably a good time for um yeah here i can pause oh your screen sharing has been paused well that's not what i wanted to pause
1: We hope you've enjoyed our discussion on letting go and the emotions that can come with it. I didn't like that. (laughs) So there's that. Thank you.